You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the reigning, defending, your one-time and only-time tag team champions, the Beer City Boys, for the Hot Tag Podcast. Episode 60. 60. 60 episodes deep. That's a lot of episodes. Sure is. Are we retiring anytime soon? <sighs> I think not. <laughs> oh, I was contemplating it. No, I just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, There's yeah. too much to talk about. Always. Always too much to talk about. And we gotta keep you fans happy. That's right. The, um, uh, the handful of fans that we actually have. Oh, we've got more than a handful. Two handfuls. <laughs> and got, one toe. <laughs> we've got uh, millions. And millions. But, uh, yeah, so, how's it going? Oh, it's it's going pretty good. Um, another week in paradise. Yeah, chilly, chilly, rainy day. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were supposed to get some snow, but I don't think it's going to snow. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm kind of glad, too. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for uh, plowing. I would have to plow by myself today if it happened. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yep. I couldn't even call you in for backup. Yeah, I'd think about it, maybe. I mean, you'd be working with me. I mean, you'd be in your own skid. Unfortunately, it's not that two-man skid yeah, that we promised. Two-man skid or nothing. Right. But, Sal- uh, Salter hanging off the back. <laughs> What'd you... uh? What do you think of wrestling this week? Um, I thought wrestling was pretty decent. Um, Punk came out and said his words or whatever. Um, to the New York fans or whatever. And then shortly after that, they had that battle royal, and MJF had like this. I don't know what you want to call it. This montage opening. Oh. Where. It was like saying all these stats, but I don't even think those stats were legit. Uh, he was actually a pretty good football player, I think. Um, I don't no, know. No, he, he wasn't a football player. That <laughs> dude is a Nancy. No, I think he actually did play football. No, he's a Nancy. I mean, look at him when he was on Rosie O'Donnell. He was wearing sweaters back then. Yeah. <laughs> giving Rosie O'Donnell hugs and kisses and whatnot. Yeah. He yeah. loved Rosie. Rosie loved him. Claim to fame right there. Claim to fame. His claim to fame is Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Not professional wrestling. His two minutes on Rosie O'Donnell singing, My sunshine! My little sunshine! <laughs> Go take your MJF looking self and stick that microphone that you had and turn it sideways and stick it up your candy ass. Did you uh, happen to see the sign his mom made? Yeah. Yeah, last time my son wasn't an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's like four or five. Yep, exactly. Right before he got on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Oh, that's too funny. Because then it turned sideways. That's too funny. Yeah. I don't know. But he, He's a jabroni, I think. I mean, people talk, I mean... Everybody's giving him kudos and stuff like that on the mic, and he said that, they say that um, 
he did a better job than CM Punk. He was like better with his words or whatever than CM Punk when they had their little rattle off. You saw it. What did you think? Um, in all honesty, I mean, it was okay. I mean, he said some some good stuff. I mean, here's the thing though: is like I was thinking about this when I was up this morning waiting for you to to come over to the studio. Now, just remember, your dad's listening, yeah. and he's an MJF fanatic, just like your wife. Uh, no, I, she's got the scarf on right now. As soon as you leave the bedroom, she puts yeah. it on. Like, oh, MJF. <laughs> well, sorry. Whatever. No, it's all good. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say that it, since he's been in AEW, he's gotten a lot of cheap heat. So it's gets it gets easier and easier for him every time because he's already hated. But also, think about the feuds he's been in. He's been in a lot of really hot feuds. I mean, he feuded with Darby Allen for a little bit. He feuded with Jericho. Yep. Now CM Punk. You know, he did that Cody deal, like, right at the beginning. Yep. I mean, it's... I don't like him because he's kind of repetitive in my opinion and he's getting stale but I could see where a lot of other people really like his character gimmick you and I have been introduced to MJF a long time ago so and he was running the same shtick in MLW so it's the same thing to me he's just revamped it with the pinnacle and Wardlow and being on a national stage instead of doing the dynasty thing because and here's the thing, I'm, I hope you agree with me at this. I think I liked MJF and MLW better because I hated Rich Holiday. And I'd rather see MJF than Rich Holiday because Rich Holiday sucks. <laughs> You're just jealous of his AirPods because you don't have any. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, but you, you got to think about, like, I'm really looking forward to this feud with CM Punk, so... You know, and that's the thing is I was looking forward to him feud with Cody and with Darby and with Jericho. And it's like, am I secretly an MJF fan because I'm looking forward to all these feuds? Because he's the constant. I I don't know. He is a good heel, don't get me wrong. And, And he does do the cheap heat. But I was kind of, I'm kind of wondering how would MJF be as a babyface? What do you think about that? I don't think he could. No? No. No, I don't think he could. Because uh, I'll tell you why. Because it's a whole lot easier being a heel than a babyface. Yeah. Because getting over as a babyface is a lot harder than than being a heel. Okay. I see what you're saying. And I don't think he, I don't think he's capable of doing that. I mean, look at the dude. He looks like a snob-nosed prick. You know? Yeah. I mean, that hair. You know? You don't like his his hair? I don't like anything about that dude. (laughs) I don't know. He looks like... 
he looks like one of those uh, uh, those acapella frat boys. Did you see they said that in that little that little? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I caught. I that. like that. That was cool. <laughs> he does look funny. like an acapella frat boy. He doesn't look like a a football player or anything like that. He looks like he he walked down to the Rosie O'Donnell show, claimed his two minutes of fame, sang with a bunch of boys. Probably this episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by Man Axe. I got a sweet tooth going on. Yeah. Well, what kind of snacks you got? Well, I got Crusher cookies. Crusher cookies. Okay. What flavors do you got? Well. It only comes in two flavors. One is chair shot chocolate chip, and the other one is pinfall peanut butter. Which one would you like? Well, those both sound pretty good. I'll have one of both. One of both, huh? Well, I'm going to give you two apiece because you know what? You just can't have one of each. And you can get your cookies in a store near you. This is Axel, the Axe Man, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. So, anyways, um, <laughs> next topic. Uh, okay, um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I I would agree that I mean he's stale. He's he's old. And, uh, that's all he does is the cheap heat and those lines that, you know, you can get heat from, like the whole Larry comment. Everybody loves Larry. Yeah, everybody loves Larry. Yeah. What's not to love about Larry? Don't you know the Larry song? No. Well, you should probably look that up. Right. You might appreciate Larry a little more. I'll look it up. CM Punk wakes up Larry every morning with a song, and it talks about poop. Mm. <laughs> he, he says uh, he's going to take Larry for for a walk and drink his morning coffee, and then Larry's going to poop. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. I guess that's why I can't own a dog. I don't want to pick up my dog's poop. Right, and you can't just walk the dog down the block because he'll poop in the other neighbors' houses and then you'll be on their cameras. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You'd be short-lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. Hey, I'm like the most well-liked guy in the neighborhood right now. That's right. Everybody wants to talk to me. That's right. You are. I mean, that's because you're. they, they don't want to get on the... the uh, in the Alex uh, Black Hole Dungeon... Yeah, Puts the lotion in the skin. Yeah, I'm, I'm secretly uh, Norman Bates. Yeah. Because they'd never seen my wife and I in the same same vicinity, so. That's all right. Hopefully they're scared of me. They should be. That's right. But, um, yeah, so. Let's see. Uh, I got, do you have another, another topic you want to hit on? Uh, if not, I... I got an interesting one that I heard the other day. All right. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I got I got stuff, too. Okay. Um, so, as you know, and all the listeners know, I listen to uh, We Watch Wrestling Podcast. 
And over the last, oh, I don't know, six, seven months, they've been talking about this topic occasionally and whatnot, about Cody Rhodes playing fourth-dimensional chess with wrestling fans, and that he is purposely coming across trying to be a babyface when he's really a heel. What do you think about that? The fans turned him into a heel. Um, well, so he was trying. He's coming. He's trying to come off as a baby face. Yes, right. So, but that's what they're saying is like that. He's playing fourth dimensional chess. Is like he's saying, "Oh no, I'm a baby face. I'm a baby face." When in reality, he's a heel, and he's trying because they're saying in 2021, and guys, we're going into 2022. We live in a time where, and this is all because the NWL was so cool, that heels get over, and the only way to be a true heel in the wrestling world is to be a super solid babyface. So, like, that's why everybody hated Roman before he was a heel, and that's why everybody hated John Cena, because they were just constant, in-your-face, Babyface. Yeah, well, that's because, like, they, I mean, with WWE side of things, is Vince always tried to slam it down your throat as, okay, well, Roman Reigns is a, is a babyface. Well, they boo him out of the building, and there's nothing he can do. There's nothing he can say. I mean, usually back in the day, you know, if if you're going out there as a heel and the crowd's booing you, you just flip the script and then just feed it back to the crowd and just turn yourself heel and do what the crowd wants. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do that. That's the same like John Cena. You still have, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. Right. No matter where he's at. I mean, but, I mean, people respect John Cena because John Cena does a lot it's it's not like um, a hidden feature that John Cena didn't do all those Make-A-Wishes and right everything like that. I mean, John Cena was around way before Roman Reigns and developed himself into the franchise of the business. Right. And then when Vince McMahon is saying, okay, well, John Cena's time's up. It's Roman Reigns now. And people are booing him off the street. Yeah. So. John Cena should have been a heel. See. He was kind of a heel. Think about thug life. Or thugonomics or whatever. Mm. Word life or his whole. Yeah, but Angle was the heel when. Remember? Because when he first came to SmackDown. Angle was the heel. I know he was doing the, like, Dr. Thugonomics thing. I I always thought John Cena was a babyface. Like, always. He was more, I think, I think he was more of a heel, but it was one of those Austin-type deals to where the heel's going to get over, and then, yeah, or the, the heel's going to get over, and the babyface is just going to, take the the blunt of the 
like saying that okay, well they're gonna switch flip flop, and the baby face is now the heel. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think John Cena every. Because I mean he was feuding with the Dead Man, and like he was the heel. You know, I mean, he was coming out with all these vignettas of him taking a leak on the Undertaker's grave or whatever. Hmm. You know I, what I mean? I, I guess I don't remember that. Yeah, really, when he was in SmackDown before he was WWE champ, I only remember him, like, feuding with Angle. He had the U.S. title for a bit, and then he had that... His opening match was against Angle. Right, but that was yeah. before he was the... Thug Life guy or whatever. Right. And then he um, he had that big feud with JBL, became WWE champ, and then they moved him over to Raw because he was like the hottest thing since Hulkamania. And then he was always on Raw after that. I mean, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, but, I mean, it's one of those deals where the crowd kind of needs to run and they need to follow suit. You yeah, know but I mean? do, you, do you think Cody's going to follow suit and be a, actually a heel? Or do you think he's going to try to still be a babyface? No, Cody. Cody's going to try to be a babyface. He's going to try to push through. He's going to try to jam it down everybody's throat. So is that a good thing or a bad thing, do you think? It's a bad thing for his character. Yeah. Because they're just going to pretty much write him off. Because hmm. he's, he's winding up like the John Cena when he was either loved or hated. Some people probably love Cody, right? Yeah. Love his deal. But his wife is a heel. Oh, is she? Yeah. Not to mention, I don't know, I kind of like Brandy. Hmm. She's kind of nice. I don't know, I just... I feel like Cody should just follow the crowd, though. If they're booing you out of the building, just be a heel, then. Yeah, I mean, he should. He should turn it up to ten on being a heel. Hmm. And turning it up to 10, being a heel, is he should probably turn on the Nightmare Factor and run with the pinnacle. Hmm, yeah, maybe. Or he could just start his own heel faction. Who is he going to team with? Kevin Owens. Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly. Johnny's a good guy. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know who who we team with, but I mean, the oh. oh, go ahead. But I mean, the pinnacle is probably the most hated group they have, unless he runs with Dan Lambert. 
Well, and Dan I, Lambert's supposed to be coming back. What I was gonna say is get rid of Dan Lambert and put Page and Sky with him. Right. And then you could also put like you put two point with him. Yeah. You could do that. I mean, I understand. You could do that. I mean, I understand 2.0 is kind of mid-card guys, but but I think I think what you have to do is you'd have to bring in Daniel Lambert and Cody at the same time. And then pretty much Cody Trump Dan Lambert in a way. How you do that? don't really know. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get rid of Dan Lambert anyways cuz he's kind of their like ticket into like MMA stuff. Right. They're kind of getting fans from that, so I mean Right. I guess I don't blame them in that regard. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that No, I yeah. That that would be one way to get the him and Ethan Page together is run with Dan Lambert for a little bit and whatnot and Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't think you can just put Cody in with those guys. Yeah. Right? I guess not. I mean, yeah, you got to have some storyline, and I just can't think of a good one to get that going now. Let me ponder on that. We'll put that on the burner. Okay. So You got anything else? Well, you, you can go. We, we I can, can go? We can uh, flip-flop back and forth. All right. Well, I mean, I got a couple of subjects. I think we probably had the same subjects. Um, you know, I did send you a, a picture of um, a clip that I saw on YouTube. It, it was about, like, Vince... It was about, um, like, killing off storylines and whatnot. It was, um the uh, video that I was watching. It was uh, something off of YouTube. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Wrestle something. The guy to, like does like 10 or 15 minute videos or whatever the case is and talks about like storylines or people or things that are happening and whatnot. But uh, it was about your buddy Vince Russo's quote or something. Did you see that one? Mm-mm. He said, we saw another character get executed tonight with Elias bro I emphasize the word bro Mm. (laughs) because that's all Vince Russo says is bro Um, but he says bro how many to me if I'm WWE this is very embarrassing Chris you and I can probably reel off 10 characters in the last 6 months that they've absolutely killed killed bro Elias was the I attest one this week. Didn't really make any sense, but I attest this. Elias was the one that I attest one this week. Vince Russo. I have no idea what that means at the end, but that's what he said. Quote. But, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there because, I mean, he was your buddy and all, Vince Russo. I know how much of a fan you are. You listen to his podcast. You count how many bros he says. I hate Vince Russo. <laughs> I know. Um, Blackjack Lanza passed away. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That's um. 
not a not a huge shack, but um, it's uh, he was old, obviously, <laughs> so he uh, had a good career and whatnot. Um, I believe Ric Flair teamed up with him a couple times. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but um, one thing that I got is uh, Gargano. He's got his pro wrestling t t store back on the yeah on the block. He does. So I mean, so what does that speculate? I mean, if he's on pro wrestling tees, obviously he's not with the WWE. Yeah. You know, I'm. Because obviously they're not going to let their guys have, um, you know, T-shirts on pro wrestling tees and stuff. So, I don't know. But I don't think he's going to show up anywhere anytime soon. I think he's going to take some time off. I don't know how far along Candace is. Um, but I don't know if he's going to go to AEW, though. But I wouldn't be shocked if he showed up there either. Right. Which, this ties into the next thing that I had. Is, um... Kyle Riley and Johnny Organo are both off WWE's roster. Yeah, so they both didn't resign. And But, okay, Johnny is a little bit more of a shock to me than, um... Kyle O'Reilly, only because Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are both, like, when I think of NXT, I think of those guys. And I understand they were not there from the beginning, but they've been there so long that those guys are NXT. And if Johnny does come back, I wouldn't be shocked either because he can just sit down in NXT and do what he needs to do down there. Right. And... um. But I think Kyle O'Reilly's going to AEW. I think he's going to reunite with Bobby Fish and Adam Cole in some way, or at least Bobby Fish. Um, the only thing is, is like I'd really like to see Roddy go over there, but I know I sent you that he'd re-signed a few months ago. So yep, that kind of answers the question that I brought up either last week or the week before about Oh, is Roddy's contract coming up? No, it's not. I don't know how long he signed for, but that's kind of sad, but I don't know. But also at the same time, you know, the storyline with Adam Cole running with the Bucks, because Kenny's gone, you know who's going to show up in January, and they're going to recreate that stable from PWG of wrestling Mount Rushmore, Kevin Owens. That's the only guy they're missing. Yeah. You know, because they can still be heels doing that. But yeah. then I don't know what that does with the group that they've made, the elite. Is Kevin Owens done? Or is Kevin, his contract going? Kevin Owens' contract is up either at the end of December or beginning of January. Okay, so then he's got a 90-day no-compete no compete clause. N- not if his contract is up. I think it's still a 90-day I guess it would depend on what their contract looked like. But in my opinion, if if he's not asking for his release, he's not breaking any clauses. And to me, if you're breaking clause, asking for your release, 
you're canceling out on the contract, and then you got a 90-day compete. But if your contract just ends, that's how Adam Cole was able to go over so quick because he didn't have a compete clause either because his contract just ended. The same thing with O'Reilly and Gargano. If your contract's done, it's done. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's true. If Kevin Owens just plays his cards right and just doesn't re-sign or nothing, he can show up at at Revolution. Well, that's in February, but he can show up show up there in January. And they can do the Mount Rushmore wrestling. Yeah. Now, what would you like to see, Kevin? Kevin Steen do? Yeah, I guess he'd be Kevin in Steen. AEW. You know. Would you like him to be a heel? Well, yeah. Cause Would you like him to be one of those heel baby faces? Well, because he was like a heel baby face when he was in ROH, right before he jumped ship. You know, if he's going to be with Adam Cole in the Bucks, I'd say he's got to be a heel. But you know, that's the, the the unique thing with AEW is that people can still be a heel and they can still be extremely well liked. Um. And the options are endless. It's crazy how much the options are endless within AEW as it comes to, like, feuds, factions. I mean, and anything can happen. But the thing is, is, like, I don't know if I want to see him be in the title picture really at all. And, like, that's the thing that I like about AEW as opposed to WWE when we're talking about super mainstream wrestling is, like, with WWE, you almost got to be in the title picture or whatnot to have a high-class, like, feud, storyline kind of deal. Pretty much. Where in AEW, you don't even need to have the title anywhere around you. And you can still have a good feud. Yeah. I mean, think about... I mean, we just talked about M- MJF and CM Punk. That's solid. Or, you know... Which I really hope that CM Punk doesn't do his first loss to MJF. He might. I mean, if he does, it's really going to get MJF over. I know. So... But I don't like it. Yeah. Because you know they're probably going to have MJF take that title from Hangman. Either that or Sammy. It's going to be one of those guys. And you know it's true. You know the writing on the wall is true because MJF's had a feud with both those guys. Yeah. So. He's kind of next in line. I hate to say it, but I'm gonna have to be the chairman. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, where do you want to see Kevin Kevin Owens be? Um, you know, I think he's he's got incredible skill all over. He can wrestle. He can be a heel. He can be a babyface. You know, he's good. Really good. 
and I've enjoyed his work ever since I saw him in ROH. Um, and I followed his NXT thing, you know, I mean, he can come down and be a babyface and then turn on you. You know, I would love to see him come in, hook up with the Bucks, right, and Adam Cole, and then just turn on him. They could do that. Who are they going to put him with, though, if he turns on the Bucks? I think he's a one-man Wolfpack gang. And he just starts terrorizing every group. Yeah, but they already got a guy like that. They already got Brian Danielson. He's weighing lace to... Weighing... Ugh, blah, blah, blah. Weighing lace to the Dark Order? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, but he only turned. He only turned because of him, because of the feud with Hangman. Well, yeah, because everybody's into the cowboy shit. Yeah. So on him winning that tournament or whatever, just kind of yeah. it, it it forced him to be that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, there isn't any speculation on Johnny Gargano or um, Kyle O'Reilly signing with AEW or any venture in like that. I know Johnny Gargano just opened up his uh, Twitch page, <gasps> so I don't know what Twitch is. I know it's gaming or something, right? Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think how to, it's kind of like YouTube. Except it's like live streaming for like gaming and stuff. So like yeah, so I'm gonna watch Johnny Gargano play video games, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, not not really interested. But anyways, you don't understand. You're not a millennial. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All this dirt. Um, but um, yeah, and then um, I think the last. Thing that I had to is let me get this up. Um, you probably don't know this, but uh, Trent's back. Yeah, I saw it, and his mom. Sue came out the ring. Yeah, they're they're in chaos. So the best friends are in chaos. So does that mean I'm gonna see Okada soon? Because Okada's in chaos. That'd be sweet. It could happen. It could happen. You know what would be really sweet, though? It's to see Okada go up against Kevin Steen. Hmm. You think he can keep up with Okada, though? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think... I think I think Kevin can keep up with pretty much anybody. Okay. I think if Kevin wanted to, I think he could keep up with Sammy or Darby Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Being as old as Kevin is. Maybe. Kevin's just a couple of years younger than I am. Maybe. 
Hmm. But yeah. Cause Yusuke, oh come I miss the Japanese guy. Yeah. If that, if that, if the, I guess if I could hear any name in Japanese, it would be Okada's. Yeah, that's a good one. With that ring announcer. That's a good one. (laughs) Well, okay. So, we've seen Rocky Romero a few times, and the best friends are in chaos now. So, if that's the case, and we've already seen a few New Japan stars over here. Not big name guys, but, you know, we've seen some guys over ROH is going to disappear here soon. As as we record this on Saturday, their final pay-per-view is tonight, the 11th. Um, And they're not going to have a world title, just an off shot, they're not going to have a world title match because Bandito has COVID. Yeah. So, if you were thinking about ordering it, you've already missed it by the time you listen to this anyways. Whatever, but... So yeah, so there's that. So the options are pretty high for new guys coming into AEW and storylines and stuff like that. Now, it's not been it's not come out and said that they've the AEW and New Japan have a official working relationship. You know, we've just seen these kind of one offs or two offs kind of thing. Is that what we're aiming for? Like, is are we slowly gonna start bringing some of these stars over here? You know, Will Ospreay's been over here for a while. Jay White's been over here for a while, and they've not been in. They've not even come to AEW. Well, I don't understand what the what the weight is with some of these guys. I don't know. I mean, it's either this weekend or next weekend. Will Ospreay's wrestling in Chicago for Warrior Wrestling. So it's like, I don't understand what we're waiting for here. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, I appreciate them bringing over people that you don't see very often and doing this and doing that. But it's just like, when are we going to get the payoff? When are we going to stop, like, and, like, I like the fact that they signed CM Punk. I like the fact that they got Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and, you know, 2.0 and some of these other guys from WWE. But it's like, what about the other guys that I want to see? You know, and I feel like it's there. I mean, COVID is sort of ramped up, not ramped up. I mean, I guess it depends on some circumstances but yeah um my big question is is AEW is getting big too fast Mm, pretty fast with all these names I mean, don't get me wrong. They got the they got the money behind it, you know, and they're doing great things. But they keep signing talent. I mean, everybody that jumps over from WWE, that's a mainstream guy, you know, like Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, you could say he's a mainstream guy, you know. Mm-hmm. 
he just comes over to AEW, you know, I mean, Kevin, Kevin Steen, come right over to AEW. I mean, you have the two big companies again, but the whole thing is, is the talent pool is too big. And you know what, AEW did a great job with bringing these young guys in and boosting them up. And they're talented because they didn't have anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now you've got all these young guys that are talented, and then you're going to bring all these vets in that are just as well and just as well over in the other company. What are you going to do with all this talent? You have two. You have three hours of te- of television, and then you have YouTube channel of dark, which you're doing like two darks. Two darts, which are, I mean, all, pretty much, you could agree or disagree on this, but most of the matches on dark is five-minute squash matches. I haven't watched dark in a while. Not really, maybe not like total squash matches, but they're they're quick. They're five to ten minutes max. Yeah, because they're taped before the show, and they're just to get the crowd pumped. Right. Well, now they're they're taping them in Orlando. Or wherever. Oh, okay. Atlanta. For dark, but not dark elevation. Maybe, yeah. I think I think I remember them that when we went to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, all of it's just... So does AEW get another show then? Because, Is that too much? Because here after the first of the year, um, Dynamite's moving over to TBS. Yeah. I mean, do, do they get two hours of Rampage? I don't know. Because here's the thing that I am starting to kind of see, but I'm turning... I'm pretending that I'm not seeing it, is this is kind of starting to turn into WCW in a way of the fact of... Not that I'm going to call people like Brian Danielson, Christian, Mark Henry, Big Show, because Mark Henry and Big Show are in a different role, but like, okay, Christian, Matt Hardy, um, people like that, Trash... Mm-hmm. But it's kind of turned into WCW where they're picking up all the guys that are leaving WWE. Right. And then it's going to get to the point where it's like, oh, now you got all these guys and you don't know what to do with everybody. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're just, you're creating this big pool and you only have so much time. You know, because... And they're not running, they're not running house shows. Right. So you're not pushing... Talent on house shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that something that they want to do? Is they want to run house shows? Because they have already developed a system to where, you know, it, it's really nice. Because I'm not, I'm not seeing Sammy Guevara wrestle every single week. Right. Yeah, you're seeing different stuff. Yeah. You're seeing everybody wrestle in breaks, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you might see CM Punk and you might see Brian Danielson wrestling every week, but... They're new, but they're getting people over at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they're 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 bringing in these rookies and they're fighting these rookies, and they're making these guys shine, which is great because that's what the business is all about: mm-hmm. is making each other shine. At the end of the day, 
and especially when they're nearing their, I'm going to say the end of their careers or whatever, and they don't need to wrestle every week and be in the limelight and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, for seven years, every every Chicago crowd chanted CM Punk. Right. Well, do you, okay, so say AEW takes a page out of WWE and does like a, NXT-esque show, and they got a lot of young guys on there. I think they already got that in Dark. You think so? Yeah. They have their talent on Dark, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're just bringing in any local talent from the areas and putting them on Dark. They already got that. I mean, they already got their farm system and in the fantasy, uh, the the nightmare factory, their training facility, so they're already they're already there. Hmm. The big question is: is how big are you going to take it with all this talent that's coming on the market? And you know why the talent's coming on the market is because there's another opportunity out there. Right. Well, it, 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 if there wasn't an AEW, you wouldn't have Britt Baker. Right. She'd be some local indie girl that just travels around and does her whole dental office speech and whatnot. You wouldn't have Britt Baker. You wouldn't have Darby Allen. You wouldn't have Sammy Guevara and... You wouldn't have MJF. He would have stayed in MLW. He would have stayed in MLW, but was he getting any recognition? I mean, the only way that we knew about him because we we knew about MLW. Yeah. You know, and some fans out there only watch mainstream wrestling. They don't know MLW. They don't know ROH. They don't know NWA. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't have an answer for you when it comes to what AEW should do. I mean, so far it's worked in their favor, but I mean, as the saying goes, history repeats itself. You know, um, I just hope Tony Khan doesn't make the same mistakes that Bischoff and the guys at WCW made. You know, when AEW first came out, I was super excited to see something else besides WWE because that was stale, hot, nasty garbage. And then now, then I started thinking, well, if Cody and the Bucks and Kenny are VPs and they're going to wrestle, that doesn't look good. But then now it seems like that Cody's the only one that's really doing backstage stuff. And the other guys aren't really. So, I I don't know. I don't know how to answer this, I guess. it. I mean, it, it, it's a good point, And it's going to be interesting to see where things go, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We can talk about this subject for... Hours on end. What do you got? Because uh, we're kind of 
running low on time here, huh? Yeah. We we uh we get stuck on these topics and we ramble. Yeah. Um uh, uh one other thing that I wanted to uh touch base on was the Jeff Hardy thing. He walked off uh a house show or whatever. And I know that there might have been speculation or whatever that he uh, like relapsed or whatever or something like that, but there was some footage of him walking through the crowd, and he was taking pictures with the crowd. So, I don't know what that that means. Um, if it's just him saying that he's done, or or what, I have no idea. But Matt Harney said that he's okay, that Jeff's okay, and he's at home. So, yeah, I know that he refused rehab. So. If he did relapse into the drugs or whatever, um, maybe there wasn't an issue. I don't know. But he did get released by WWE. He did. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, It's hard to say. Jeff Hardy's had some issues in the past, so maybe a little bit of time away is going to help him. Um, So, well, hopefully everything's all right with him. But, um, yeah, uh, I just got some quick things. Um, so, I asked you last week about Malachi Black's eye, and I guess he came out and said that the condition of his eye worsens as he gets stronger. Yep. So, it's like a power thing, I guess. Um... Which is interesting, so I don't really know what that means. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, also, um, on also tonight on Fight TV, um, it is uh, like a pay-per-view deal. Uh, I don't know who the promotion is or whatnot. I just know it's on Fight it's called For the Glory, and um, Amazing Red is going to wrestle Malachi Black. Hmm. Also on the card that I can see is uh, Cash Flow and TJP, and Lokai versus Buddy Matthews. So that'll be an interesting one. Cash Flow, um, that was that big guy. Well, right? No, this guy is... Um, this guy's black. Hmm. I think that guy had a different name. Hmm. For, I know you're talking about OVW. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, um... That 50-year-old dude that tries to be a professional wrestler? He looked 50, right? Oh, okay. That guy from OVW? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But, um, that Warrior Wrestling show that I was telling you about with Will Ospreay, it's tomorrow. Sunday the sev the twelfth. Sorry, it's in Tinley Park, Illinois. Yeah. Um, and they have Deontay Martin versus Bandito, which we know is not going to happen because Bandito has COVID. So, yeah, that stinks. But um, yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else really. Um. 
hopefully Liv Morgan gets another shot at the title. Yeah. I think she should be champ. Be nice to see her as champ. I think she's really put in the time and she's good. Yeah. Well, I'm liking that the fact that uh, Mandy Rose is in NXT and doing her thing in NXT. Yeah, that's been pretty good too. I think she's really good. Um, in her role down there. So, she's over. She's the champ, and she's getting the the younger people over too. So, yeah, she's probably know, teaching them the ways. You know that girl that's with her, that Priscilla Kelly. You know that's Darby Allen's ex wife, right? That orange haired girl. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, she's her name now in WWE's like Gigi Dolan or whatever. Oh, but she used to be Priscilla Kelly. So Darby Allen single? I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Didn't they like weren't they homeless together or something like that? I think so, yeah. I don't know. Or he was homeless and they're, dating her and they're weird. I don't know. It's hard to follow. His but, uh, Darby Allen's story is like something crazy. I mean, the guy was homeless living out of his car and then like sleeping wherever he could sleep. And then going into, like, gyms or whatever early in the morning, like, showering and cleaning up and all that stuff. Cooking on a George Foreman in the bathroom. Right, yeah. It's weird. Hey, do what you got to do. I guess, but... Support your, uh, your local indie wrestling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... Other than that, I don't really have much, I mean... Wrestling was good this week. I actually got to watch them. I've been still watching the old school stuff as I browse through the new stuff and whatnot. And did you end up seeing MJF um, co-winning the uh, battle royal? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, it was him, Ricky Starks, and Dante Martin, and Dante Martin was part of. FTW, and then he turned on Ricky Starks, <laughs> threw him out. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I think pretty much <coughs> they're going to run with MJF with that ring, so it is what it is, I guess. Um, I don't know why he has to run with the ring. Helps his character. Because that's the only way he wins, is puts on the ring and punches people in the face. Yeah, gives him a way to win. Right. Same with Sean Spears and the glove. Hmm. So, um, but, yeah. The only other thing I got is, um, two things, actually. First one being, uh, still trying to decide what wrestling subscription I should get. I don't know why it's such a hard decision for me. Just too much, like, good wrestling I want to see. Oh, also... I forgot to bring this up earlier, real quick. Matt Cardona showed up at NWA Hard Times and held up the 10 pounds of gold over top of Trevor Murdoch. Really? So it looks like Matt Cardona might be the next uh, challenger for Trevor Murdoch. Okay. So I think that'll be good. Yeah. That'll probably be pretty good, yeah. You know, I think that's kind of why, I don't know, I keep, Going back and forth between um, Impact Plus and the NWA subscription. Because I like a lot of guys on NWA. 
Um, but I also want to see some guys on impact too. See, the whole thing with the impact is you get so much content with impact. Right. But you don't get the pay-per-views. I think you do with Impact Plus. Do you? Maybe. I'll have to do more research. You might have to look at that. But then you get into the NWA, and you're only getting their old content and the newer stuff that they're putting out. And you're only getting, they say, according to their... Select pay-per-views. Select pay-per-views. So, I mean, it's, it's hard. But you don't get to see NWA. You can watch Impact on Pluto for free. Right. Or you can watch Impact on Thursday nights. Or YouTube or whatever. Or YouTube or whatever, yeah. yeah. Hmm. And you don't get that NWA thing. Now, I mean, there's other things out there that you can watch too. Yeah. Hmm. Well. It, it is a tough decision. Yeah. But the only other thing I had is, uh, so today's the 11th. We have what? Um, two, three more episodes. So we got one, two. Okay, so we got two more episodes after this one before the end of the year. I got some topics for you that I'll show you after the podcast is over so you can think about it and get your list together because that's what we'll do for our last episode of the year. We'll do like our end of the year wrap up. And put it up, give some awards and stuff. So, so yeah, so we'll get that together for you fans so that you can hear our picks for different topics and stuff. And, uh, yeah, hopefully some of you agree with us. We'll see how many Matt and I agree on. Yeah. Probably none of them. So, yeah, but uh, other than that, I don't got anything else. Yeah, I don't have anything else, but um, there is a, um, I mean, as we're broadcasting this from Saturday morning, there is a um, a BCW show tonight. Nice. As you guys are going to hear about this. On Sunday. It's already over. Yeah. But um, I'm not planning on going or anything like that because the kids got um, cousins coming over. Um, so I'm not going to even get involved with that. But, Rise to Honor is coming up here for Bruce City Wrestling. That's their big, big show. Okay. Um, it's coming up next month, January. So Was that um, the one we went to? I'm thinking so. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll have to go again. So I'm thinking we should probably go to that one. Alright. If we can uh, fit it in as long as you're around. Yeah, I'll try to um, keep that one in mind for sure. I don't know if I'm going to get any signal, but I'll have to give you a date on that. All right. So, so well, mark it in your calendar. With that, we're going to close this one up. And uh, we'll see all you guys next week. All right. Later. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1 That's the number one not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1 Hot Hot tag. Tag out!